it's obviously frustrating right now um, for the fans' sake, our sake, um, everybody who's associated with the club. You know, we want to we want to get results. We want to win games, and we're simply not doing enough. I think it's little uncharacteristic mistakes early in games that that have cost us. And you know, when you're in a slump like this, one goal can can really make a difference. And I think by us conceding pretty early in games, uh, especially this last game, it kind of uh, we, we didn't react the best from it. Um, I think the reaction has to be better there um, and, you know, try and get back in a game and, you know, put a chance away. We were unfortunate. I think Chang, Chang had a chance to make it 1-1. Um, that didn't go our way and then we commit a, a, a penalty in the box. You know, it's, it's little mistakes like that that we need to fine-tune um, for this game this weekend and, you know, we just got to come out with the mentality that we're going to die out there. You know, this is this is unacceptable. We need a we need to find a way to get results, and everybody has to leave it, leave everything they have out there. That's good from the uh, from the team perspective, and that is what I was getting at. And now, kind of the same question from an individual perspective, because you can't really control what other guys do or don't do. So for yourself, what kind of microscope are you putting yourself under? What are you really focusing on? Yeah, you know, obviously I think I, there's been moments where I can be a little cleaner in games. Um, but, you know, I think from a personal standpoint, every time I step out on the field, I leave everything out there. And, you know, that's, that has to be the standard for every single player, week in, week out, that, you know, listen, it might not be, for whatever reason, you might not be in your sharpest. There might be mistakes here and there but it's the reaction after that that you know if you lose it then you immediately press and that triggers that triggers energy from you know the rest of the group if they see one guy busting their ass to to run and ch press the ball that's going to the people behind them are going to follow and I think that's what we need more of we need more we need more bite to us we need a uh, you know play with play with an extreme amount of passion I think that's what's going to get us through this Sorry, yeah, you right. can stay there, but can you look in camera? Yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, I jumped in here kind of late, but. Uh, um, I thought it was mop monopolizing, that's why no, she came no, no, over. No, 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 you're, 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 you're good. You can go. You can, if you have another uh, one, go Okay, <laughs> so uh, you were talking about you being cleaner, and on TV, we don't really have the angles, so we yeah. can't tell. And I'm wondering sometimes you get to the final third, and some of your passes, is it a case of you just didn't hit it right, and as soon as you leave your foot, you're like, nah, or is it a case of you're trying to make the perfect pass and just thread the needle, and, it, and the lane, passing that really is an open. When you go back and watch, what do you see? Yeah, I think uh, you're right with a second answer there. I think um, you know I'm trying to make that that perfect ball to where they can almost one touch it across or one touch finish. Where you know I think maybe just getting it to their feet on a couple of occasions would really make a difference. And I think. I think at times going back to, you know, looking back at the, the past few games, especially the game at home um, against St. Louis in that first half, I think there were times where I maybe passed it too soon. I think I could have kept, kept carrying it and kept committing defenders. And, you know, that's something we really worked on this past week, committing guys, drawing them in, and then playing it. Um, so I think, you know, after watching that, I, I had more space to drive into, and that's something I want to continue to, to get better on and improve on and, and continue to do. And you mentioned the immediate press when you lose it. When Pablo first started preaching that when he took over, sitting up on the fourth floor, it was so clear when you did it right. You yeah. could just see everybody stepping. And in this last game, and I know every situation is different, every game plan is different, but it seemed like guys on the ball may not have passing options, but they also had like 
five yards of space so they didn't really feel sped up. Yeah, no, definitely. I think uh, um, we allowed them a little bit too much time on the ball, but I think when when you've had the results that we've had in the past few games, you almost don't want to run out unnecessarily and open yourselves up. Um, so I think that's part of the reason as well there um, to where we, we don't want to press out and and create those big gaps in the midfield like we've seen. So I think we've been trying to, you know, stay a little bit more compact in, in those tighter spaces. And, you know, that, that works that works until you concede a goal. So you concede a goal and then you got to open yourselves up again. And, um, yeah, we just, we got to figure that out. So when things are going poorly, do you like to watch the video of the recent games and see what you've done wrong so you can fix it? Or do you like to go way back to a period when individually and as a group you were playing better and see what it looks like when you're right and try to get that drilled into your brain? Yeah, you know, I think both. Um, I definitely rewatch the games and kind of see what, you know, I could have done better individually as well as what collectively we could have done better and in different moments of the game. Uh, but you know we know we know what what it takes to win games. We saw that we saw that last year. I mean, I think everybody has to has to buy in, and it's tough because we're we're low confidence right now. There's there's no hiding that, and I think we need to catch a little break. And the only way that you you catch breaks is by leaving literally everything you have out there and working that much harder um, for in those little moments to hopefully go your way. I mean, yeah, of course, like we want to get the result and, uh, you know, of course, we always want to win and get some points on the board, but I had a great experience, you know, it was a great time in Columbus, you know, definitely a crowd to be in front of for your first, you know, away game and uh, debut game. So, uh, yeah, I had a ton of fun, you know, but uh, yeah, we're looking to bounce back this weekend and hopefully we get some points. Did the crowd do their homework on you? Did they know stuff or was it just kind of generic uh, trash talk? Yeah, it was some generic banter, you know, uh, nothing, nothing too harmful, you know, but uh, it was definitely cool, you know, to be around and they had great fans, so. So what do you know after one MLS game that you didn't know before that? Um, I mean, it's intense, you know, every single minute, every single ball, you know, everything matters. So, you know, just making sure you're staying focused, you know, the entire 90 minutes and 90 plus, so. We saw Zach come out and talk to you right after the final result on the field. What did he say? Yeah, I mean, he's been a great support system, you know, and, uh, you know, just keep my head up, you know. It's, it's one game, you know, so just got to keep moving forward and we'll keep pushing and hopefully get some points. At what point did you know that uh, you were going to get the start on Saturday? Um, yeah, I had a conversation with Pablo after I came back from camp, and uh, you know we had a you know a little conversation, and he asked me if I was you know willing to go, and I was ready, so you know I wanted to get after it and help try and help the team. So. So what do you feel like you were maybe able to uh, to show at the at the camp and over these maybe these last few months and weeks that has put you in that in that position to be ready? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, just coming in and trying to compete every day, you know, like having the mentality that I can play with anybody, you know, and. You know, this is where I want to be at, and this is the environment that I want to be in every day. So just trying to be, you know, and it's helpful to Zach and Tomas, you know, every day and just being around the guys. The first goal was, I think, a difficult opportunity for you because you got a lot of space and basically had the whole goal shootout, but it yeah. looked like you almost got it. Yeah, I got a little bit of a fingertip to it, you know. <laughs> Definitely wish I could have gotten a little bit more to it, but it's all good. So hopefully get the next one. Yeah. With Zellerim on the penalty, were you, were you guessing? Did you know his tendencies? Yeah, I watched a replay of his uh, previous PK and it was a slow run up, you know, so I knew he, he took that stutter step and he just sent me the other way, you know, so I kind of had to just start going. Yeah. And then what happened on the third goal? Yeah, third goal definitely should have done better, you know, uh, started kind of leaning a little early and just kind of caught me in the chest and I wasn't able to hold on to it, but uh, yeah, I definitely wish I could get that one back. 
what's the culture like around this RSL team? What do you like? Yeah, I mean, we're all family, you know, we all battle for each other every day and, you know, we want each other to get better and, you know, we want to win at the end of the day and I think that's our goal right now, you know, just get on that right front foot and, you know, keep pushing. I mean, that's the only thing you can do, you know, when you're in kind of a tough situation. So all it does can you do is just keep running with it. So Absolutely. And what kind of is the conversation around practice? Are you guys being hard on each other? Are we hyping each other up? A little bit of both? Yeah, for sure. I mean, we definitely got to be, you know, true with everybody and I think just keep pushing, you know, like we just got to keep keeping positive, positive energy and uh, yeah, just want, we just want to win, you know, so, but we got to do the right thing in training, so. And one more from you, when you did get back and Pavel was like, hey man, it's your turn, what was, what did he kind of say to you um, to get you in there and get you hyped? Yeah, I mean, it's my first game, you know, so definitely a big moment and big opportunity, so just take it and have fun, you know, like the only thing, if you're not having fun, you know, you're not doing the right thing, so that was the biggest thing, just have fun and, you know, do what you know, you know how to do, so. What did Pablo say to you afterwards? Um, yeah, definitely, you know, not the result we were hoping for, but, uh, you know, it was all pretty positive and, uh, yeah, you know, we're just going for the next one. What's kind of the number one thing that you can learn from sort of that moment and, and the start and, and just sort of the, the extra speed of play? Because you've always played in probably thousands of games in your career at this point, U team, national team, Monarchs, whatever. Like, yeah. what was kind of the number one thing that you can kind of take away and get better? I guess? Yeah, I mean, these players are smart, you know, they're all looking for that little one thing to, uh, you know, beat you here or beat you there, you know, so just making sure that you're switched on and you're you're ready for everything, so. On the, going back to the penalty, sorry, but uh, when uh, when you get a penalty kick called as a goalkeeper in your very first MLS game, yeah. what's kind of going through your mind right there and how do you sort of unsike yourself out, I guess, for that moment? Yeah, I mean, you, you want to make the save, you know, so just trying to get in that mindset of I'm going to make the save and, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, be that guy, so. Unfortunately, that wasn't the case this one, but hopefully the next one, so. Is there, is there anything that you kind of, that's sort of your go-to to go like, okay, that happened, here's how I can kind of calm myself down, like this is what I know I have to do before the kick, before you even know maybe who's taking it, that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, just getting on the line, you know, kind of getting yourself mentally prepared and, uh, and ready for it, you know, that's all you really can do because it's a free shot for them, you know, so you're just trying to make the save. Oh, I think, listen, we're, we're obviously going through a, a, a tough spell, and the analogy I use to the guys is we start the season off with a win, we're on a, we're on a cruise ship. Right now we find ourselves in a rowboat, which it's all under our control. We just got to row in the same direction, you know, and I think, you know, coming back home is a great opportunity to, to, to row in the same direction. And this league is a, is a, is a league of streaks, um, and, and I think the stronger teams are the ones that find their way out of these moments. And so for us, it's, it's, it's not tactical, it's not technical, it's emotional, spiritual, psychological. It's the human being behind who's wearing the jersey. And we gotta, we gotta dig deep this week and really bring out the fighterness, the mentality that we've had. Um, again, because you don't go from a team that punches above the weight the last two years to all of a sudden being a poor team. Doesn't make any sense, right? But what does change? Emotions. And how, what does that affect? Behaviors, right? So we gotta get to the emotional component, the human being, Bring that out. We got great players. We got to score. Got to defend better. But I think if you if, if you can reach into the human being, you, you're going to be able to affect the player. You've started a lot of different guys over the last two or three weeks. Do you use these training sessions to figure out which eleven are prepared to do that? Do you, do you have an idea right now? Not that you tell us, but do you have an idea, or it's all going to be dependent on what happens later this week? Well, you know, I think it's it's incumbent upon me to have individual conversations with each player, right? And I think it's important, not for me to speak to them, but more them to speak to me, right? And, and I think through those individual conversations, through the training week, 
we'll have a really good idea of where everyone's mind's at to put the best group on the field to, to, to get a result in the weekend. You've talked a lot about the way to defend, the way to react when you lose the ball. It looked like Columbus was very comfortable on the ball for most of the game. Was that the way you needed to play on the road in that match, or was that something you were disappointed in? No, I think, again, again, when you're at home, it's a different game, right? And, and we knew that they were going to have a lot of the ball. I, I think for us, for me, which w w what was frustrating is um, we want to give them the ball. Let them connect 400 passes in their half. We have certain triggers that we're looking for to change our pace, um, but we got antsy and we started moving forward without putting real pressure on the ball, without being able to affect the man on the ball. And in doing so, we opened up our gaps, which is exactly what they wanted, which is why they had so much freedom and, and time. So, um, and, and again, why doesn't the tactical part of the game be expressed the way you think it is. And it's because it's the emotion. It's the desire to try to right a wrong right now, as opposed to playing the game for 90 minutes and managing moments. And so the psyche of the human being will always affect the tactical, the technical. Um, and so again, that's what happens when you're in a bad run of form. So for, for us, really important that, and I talked about it after the game, that we stick to the plan and trust the plan. Don't get antsy playing for 90 minutes. Can't win the game in one minute. Can't lose the game in one minute. Were there any moments in that that would give you something to build on going forward? Yeah, there was, there was a lot of moments. I think there was a lot of moments when we defended the right way, where we won the ball back. I think there's a lot of great attacking opportunities. I wouldn't say a lot. There was one where we, uh, Chang had one early on. And again, you score that goal, the whole complexity of the game changes, the whole complexion of the game changes. Um, and then we had, uh, you know, we had a 3v1 that we didn't execute. Uh, we had some good uh, combination play at the top of the box that we didn't finish on. So there's, there's a lot of good things. But when it's so dark uh, from a result perspective, all that gets clouded and everyone wants to throw the baby out with the bathwater. But again, it's a process that we have to stay on to get to where we want to go. And, and again, score the first goal, defend the right way, and we'll win the game. You gave a couple of young guys a chance. What did you see from Elijah Paul before you took him off? Um, listen, I, I saw a lot of industry. I, I saw, you know, a, a player that has earned the opportunity to play based upon the way he's trained. Obviously with him um, and Beavers alike, you know, experience is, is, is going to be the biggest question. And, and the way you gain experience is by making mistakes. Um, the game is obviously fast. Again, we played on a wet field. We haven't trained outside all year. And so that was a big difference for him as well, being able to control the ball differently than he does on turf. Um, so there's a lot of variables that go into it, but I thought his effort was fantastic. And uh, again, young player that has uh, a, a lot of potential to be a great pro in this league. And obviously along the way has a lot to work on to get there. And what did you see from Gavin Beavers? Yeah, again, a, a tough situation to put him in on the road. Um, but he was, uh, you know, he's, he's a player that was come back with a lot of confidence from Argentina with the U19s. Um, and, you know, there's some, some nervy moments for sure. Um, but I, I think overall, he, he you know, the, the one part of his game that uh, I feel that needs to continue to get better is distribution, and I thought he did a pretty decent job in, in decision-making, when to play, when to go long. I thought he did a really good job. Came up trumps on, I think, one big save. Um, and then there's some other things that we have to continue to work on. But I, I think with both those guys, um, they're guys that have earned, earned the right based upon the way they train, and we know that uh, it's going to be some time before they fully adjust to the speed of the game at this level. 
there are a lot of players who could play better, and I don't want to single anyone out, which is what you say before you single somebody out. So here I go. Um, but I think because this guy's been really good on the ball, it's obvious to the fans that something isn't right. It's one of the easier part of the games to see. And that's Brody in the final third. Passes he used to connect, deadly service that he would provide. And now it seems like something's off. Either he's trying to force a ball into a channel and it's, there just isn't space, or he mishits a ball. How do you work with him? Because clearly he's capable of doing it. We've seen it, even though he's not doing it now. Yeah, I would say, I think it's a two-part thing. I, I think with Brody, and I said this last year about Rubio, he didn't have a preseason. So Brody played all his minutes towards the end of the preseason. And when you don't go through the preseason, it's the psychological and the physical strength that you build in those six weeks. He didn't have that, right? And so looking back, I'm thinking missed a lot of weight sessions because he had a quad injury um, and the strength that you get. And so I think that's the biggest component because then it's the technical aspect and tactical aspect. And if you don't have the strength, then executing those becomes harder. And then obviously the bigger picture is when you're in a bad run of form as a team, uh, you start forcing plays. When he's operating from his best self, he's making better decisions as, as we all are. You know? So I think it's incumbent upon all of us to really come together and, uh, you know, and, 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 figure, and, and figure out, and, and this is what I said at halftime, simplify the game. You guys are making too many decisions that aren't there. Just play the game. You know, we talked about where the spaces are going to be. Now you have to find them. If they're not available, then we rotate and we find the next, the next option to play forward. But too often, we, we do a great job of getting into the final third, but we let ourselves down decision-making-wise in that final third, which is, which is you know, where, where our biggest problem lies. Severino wasn't with the team. Will he be with the group this week? Is he going to be available Saturday? Is that all up in the air? Um, yeah, I think we're going to take it day, day by day. Um, but, you know, he's out here trained on Saturday. Um, and he trained today. So, you know, I don't want to project too far in the future. But, you know, my expectations are that uh, he'll be available for Saturday. Going back to Kevin a little bit, he's been a really fast riser through his youth career with the national team, club team here. Uh, Monarchs a couple years ago, that kind of thing. What is it about him that you kind of saw that spark, I guess, coming off of U19 camp where, where you thought he sort of deserved a, a shot to see what he can do in MLS play with, with Bullets Live? Well, no, I think it's it's a process that's been going on since last year. He's been training with us and, and playing with us, played some preseason games, played well. Um, so it's not just this moment. Uh, obviously, I, I think a big part of that was, you know, taking four the game before. Um, that kind of opened up a little bit of window to kind of make a change to see, you know, where where we can make incremental gains um, positionally. Um, but but again, I think he's he's been a player that's been consistent um, over the course of the last whatever it's been eight months. Um, and again, when you're playing with the national team, you always you always play with a bit of confidence when you come back. Um, and so th that was the thought process behind putting Gavin in the goal. Goalkeepers are ultimately judged by how many goals they give up. It's the nature of the position. And, and 4-0, I'm sure there will be plenty of tape to dissect on him. But I thought he did a lot of really good things that maybe won't always get noticed. What do you kind of tell him, coach him up, I guess, after giving up four goals, yes, but also kind of being able to, to sort of highlight the good things so that his confidence doesn't get, yeah. doesn't get shot, I guess. Yeah, no, I think uh, obviously when you make a goalkeeper change, it's, it's, not, it, it's tough to make it for one game. Uh, knowing, especially in this case, it's, it's a young goalkeeper and uh, doesn't have a wealth of uh, first-team experience. And the way I like to spring goalkeeping, it, it isn't how many goals you get scored on, it's making the saves you should make. Not making the saves you shouldn't make, right? And, and if you look at that, there's probably one of those goals 
where I would say, um, you know, he, he could have done better with. The other ones were, you know, no one's going to really, it's going to be hard to make those saves. So, um, you know, I think, you know, obviously he's, he's a bit bummed out that he couldn't do more. Um, but, but at the end of the day, it's a, it, it's a collective. We, we score goals as a team and, and we concede goals as a team. So Pablo, obviously, you know, uh, tough month, but three out of four games in April at home, starting Saturday uh, against Charlotte. Just, I guess, kind of talk about uh, what you're looking to get to in front of uh, 18,000 home fans. Yeah, no, I think it's important for us to come home and, and really uh, play a complete game. You know, I think we've had some good halves at home. I think it's uh, really important to have a fighter mentality to show our quality, you know, and I think our fans have always been the catalyst to everything we've done the last couple of years. Um, and so playing at home after some poor results on, you know, on the road, coming back and, and really bringing the fans on their feet, really getting them involved and uh, using this game as, as a benchmark of a difficult start, but a great beginning to the next, uh, the next phase of the season. Yeah, and how's, I guess, just generally, How's the chatter around the team inside the locker room with guys really staying together and knowing that they got to kind of fight through a difficult period? Yeah, no, I think it's tough for, for, for anybody or any team to go through a spell where, where you can see, where you lose four games in a row. Um, but the one thing, and I've talked about this years past, we have a great leadership group, right? And the, 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 the most important thing is sport is when you're winning, you don't get too high. And when you lose, you don't get too low. Obviously, it's, it, it's a tough moment, but when you have guys that, you know, that, that echo that same sentiment, that stay even keeled, that know the work has to be done Monday through Friday if the performance is gonna be good on Saturday. And I think today's training session was a reflection of the mentality of the group, the chatter, the communication, the energy, the fight. Um, all those things have to, be, have to be present in order to carry that on to Saturday. And I said all that today. Awesome, thank you. Awesome, brother.